Hey guys, how's it going? I wanted to let you guys know, or we wanted to. Ah, oh, fucked it Do already. Do you want to sound any more unenthused? <sighs> okay. Hey guys, Jesus Do you Christ. Want to start again? Do you have an attitude problem? Yeah. <sighs> guys, this is a bonus episode. Because we did another podcast called Uncommon. Guys, don't listen to Lewis. This no, is a very special it's, bonus episode it's for okay. you guys. It's, it's all right, I guess. I'd just rather be doing something else is all, you know? Well, I'm very happy about it. And uh, it's a bonus episode. It's called the Uncommon Podcast. I it- want to plug my tour. This, this is not what this is about. It's a bonus That's what episode. I want to do. I want to do an hour of telling people to buy tickets to my show. Do you think that'll be effective? <laughs> Do you think an hour of you plugging your shows will be effective, Mark? Maybe if I did the whole hour with a bad attitude. Guys, buy tickets to No Slide Season. Loosebeers.com slash gigs. <laughs> You're the worst sulk. <laughs> Is this how you used to sulk as a kid? Yeah, I would sit down and I'd go. <laughs> Oh. All right, guys. It's uh, it is a bonus episode today. It's uh, a great our one. Friend Jordan's podcast. It's called the Uncommon Podcast. Mm-hmm. Lewis and I have been past guests of it individually. Yes, but this uh, is our first uh, first duo appearance. We made a joint appearance uh, on the podcast, so we thought we'd upload it to this feed and this channel. Yep. Um, so you guys can hear it, and uh, yeah, it's more of like a behind the scenes. It's not like our normal show. It's like a behind not much the sulking in it, but no. uh, it's yeah, it's a, just a chat about. The business of radio and what we're doing and yep. where we're going and, and what we're trying to do. Basically. A real behind the scenes kind of look at uh, what goes on in our lives that yep. maybe we don't talk about. Yeah. No, no, uh, you know, random chat about. Mike Goldman doesn't come up once. I don't no, think. not even once. So I hope you guys enjoy it. No. Uh, it's a nice little interview that Jordan did. And if you like it, check out his podcast. It's called The Uncommon Podcast. Enjoy. Yeah. Oh, I hope to sell some tickets. <laughs> oh, I didn't get to plug my thing in it. Oh, well, do it, <laughs> guys! <laughs> come, come to see my comedy special premiere. There's not many tickets left, so just make sure you come. It's on October third. What's the uncommon thing? Hi, I'm Luke Kidgel, and this is Uncommon. Hi, I'm Lewis Spears, and this is Uncommon. Welcome to another episode of Uncommon. My name's Jordan Michaelides, and I'm your host. In this episode, I've got for you Luke Kidgel and Lewis Spears, both stand-up comics, YouTubers, co-hosts of The Luke and Lewis Show, and hosts of their own separate podcast, Memoirs of a White Guy for Luke, and Spearhead Sundays for Lewis as well. After leaving radio in April, the boys are back, making more content than ever, posting twice a week with their joint podcast show, in addition to content they release on their own YouTube channels, podcasts, and of course, stand-up tours. This is the second time we've had either of them on in the studio, but also technically the second time we've had them in the studio together. Uh, As you'll probably hear in this episode, and Lewis likes to remind us, is that we never released the first joint episode as we had some fantastic issues with video and I guess the timing didn't quite work out because they left uh, the radio show about a week or two later. But if you're a lucky Luke and Laws patron, we may give you guys access to that audio-only special cut. Uh, Who knows? Maybe if you harass them, uh, we'll let them have it. But uh, thanks for listening. It was great. Having them on, we covered a lot, including 
Lewis's alpha energy, Luke's unexpected style, the inconsistency of radio, the Luke and Lewis show, Killin' Radio Mike, cameo and shout-outs, and comedy in the US. If you like the episode, do leave us a rating on your podcast app. We love giving shout-outs. Thanks a lot to Anth underscore P for your review this week. Uh, okay, so we've drawn the winners for the Gary V uh, Empathy Wine Prize, the Rosé. Uh, first off, big thanks to everyone who entered. We absolutely love the support, seeing your names there. It actually gave us the idea that maybe over time we should probably look at doing a live event because there was enough people that entered that aren't friends, family, acquaintances, previous guests that we realized that there's there's probably a large enough audience now to consider something like that. So if you like the idea, just send me an email. It's jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, at com. Maybe we'll look at doing that in the early part of next year. And if, if you like the idea, maybe consider which previous guests or future guests you'd consider going to a live event for. But the winners. So uh, we've actually got five. We didn't realize uh, we've got five bottles, not four. So the winners are Max Williams. I know he's a big fan. Over in Perth. Uh, Alyssa Belova, Cassia from the CC Podcast, Rob Wilde, and Amy McMillan as well. Uh, we'll be in contact with you guys. I think we've got your email addresses from uh, the entry in the competition as well. Uh, you've got the option to come visit us in person or we can just mail it to you. But we'd love to meet you in person and, and have you at the studio here. Uh, for anyone who wants to run competitions check out gleam.io it's an amazing tool randomizes who's actually going to win based on their entries um and it saved us a shitload of time but um yeah thanks for everyone who entered and uh do share with your friends take a screenshot post on your instagram story and tag us at uncommon underscore podcast I've also jumped on TikTok, playing around with that at the moment. You can find me at jordan.michaelides on there as well. To watch the episode in full, Uncommon Podcast on YouTube, and don't forget to like and subscribe. Show notes and all previous guests are at neural.com slash podcast. With that being said, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with Luke and Lewis. How are we? I'm good. Luke's on his phone. Oh, yeah, wow. that's a yeah. good start to the podcast. Luke's on his phone. Well, I actually you said, need to use. At least he remembers no, your actually, name. Actually, actually, yeah. you said, "Are you ready?" I didn't respond. Next time, I'd appreciate it if we all wait. <laughs> that's actually Jordan's fault. Yeah. Also, I'm starting this one off right off the bat. I need to wee. So what at some point, at <laughs> some point, not now. I'm just saying, you know, some point could be 20 minutes, could be half an hour, could be 40 minutes. Might not happen, but it's there. It's definitely. It's in my bladder. It. Yeah, uh, and it's here. But I'm happy to be at Uncommon. It's yep. good. <laughs> for the uh, for the very first time, very first time. Apart yeah. from that one time where we did an entire episode and you lost the footage. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. fucking brilliant. But maybe, mm. maybe we'll give you the audio to give to your patrons. Okay, yes. there yeah. we go. And you also <laughs> yeah. uh, peed during that episode as well. So yeah. what's wrong with you, man? We both had a bathroom. Didn't we all have a bathroom? I break? didn't. No, yeah, you, you didn't. Luke didn't. No, Luke, very... Luke never needs to pee. No, except I do. He does. All, he goes all the time. before. All mm. the time, and I always go before. I think. Man, about I'm it. just a very long man with a real small bladder. <laughs> do you know one of the questions we had was um, how long is Lewis's schlong? 
Oh, I get that question like all the time. Yeah. People think that, oh, just because you're tall, you can ask. And it's like, hey, man, that's not a question. That's sexual harassment. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> I, do, I do a joke about, about getting that question. It's like the most common one is, do you play basketball, which sucks. And then once a month, a brave yeah. soul will ask me if I also have a big penis. Can I ask, like, I, I saw the alpha energy. Oh, you want energy. me to get it out? <laughs> no, 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 no. The alpha energy yeah. thing. I never understood where it came from. I've missed that. I've um, missed the beginning of honestly, it. Honestly, neither do I. I do this thing on my Instagram where I'll just start posting about being the most alpha male not a joke. in the country. So, this started off when Lewis went to America. Mm. All of us back here in Australia could not work out. I received four messages, some from my friends, one from I my brother. Gonna, yeah, messages. Uh, my girlfriend just going like, is Lewis joking? And I've known Lewis now, being my best friend for a few years. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, this is something that he would be like, guys, I'm kidding. But also, unless, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, I did it once in a photo and it got all these comments of like people like enjoying it. Is it a it. joke? And then I was like, I was like, oh, people really like this. It. I'll do it again. And now I just can't stop. Now people comment it on my shit. They're like, no matter what I'm doing, if someone takes a photo of me taking the bus, like I'm on Centrelink See, and I just got funny. out of jail, people go, oh, that's the most alpha male I've ever seen on a bus. I don't even know if they're joking now. So, but where do you think it originally came from? You must Probably have seen like a fucking... Probably being alpha as fuck, bro. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get I, it. Honestly, I don't know where it came from. I think it, it must was, be all the Warhammer. Yeah, maybe yeah, it was alpha. me all painting plastic miniatures, and I was like, "This, <laughs> well, this is alpha. This is going to take a few girlfriends." The reason why people didn't know if you're joking or not because you do like have this online image of like maybe the kind of like the tough guy. See, if I was like ah alpha, everyone would be like ah ironic that dude's a dweeb. Yeah, but if you do it, everyone's like, "Well, he." Maybe he does think he's alpha because look yeah. at the way you dress. No, you know? because he's, no, his okay. normal posts are often quite serious. And I was it's just saying because you do do that weird side of Instagram where, like, I always remember, I'll never forget. Like it. he's what? Gary V or something. Yeah. yeah. One day <laughs> you asked me to take a picture of you on a staircase. Yeah. And just serious, and then you captioned it something like, "Man, like rise and grind" or like yeah. something crap. Yeah, I yeah. was. I think it was thinking about the next step. Uh, that's that's <laughs> what it was. Thinking about the next yeah. step. And you would have justified that by going, oh, step pun, but everyone knows, like, you would actually... I, I love a serious Instagram post. I do that. I also, sometimes, like, you... I hate get... genuine Instagram. Yeah. I like, no, I like Instagram's it, Instagram's filth. Treat it. I don't know what to post deserves. because that's, that's my whole realm. And I'm like, I can't, you know, like, I have comedians that I follow and I mm. know that, like, these guys are going to see it and be like, this is fucking shit house. Well, yeah. I, li- I, I look at it, like I, it. I look at that cynically no, and... I think because cause in our the top of our Instagram bio it says comedian, yeah. so I think yeah. we have to play in that field. If you're not trying to be that, then just be you. That's fine, yeah. But, but I like doing a little bit of serious stuff even as a comedian because I think there's a there's a lot there's like a because you're not funny. No, <laughs> because uh, because I'm hilarious and incredibly intelligent <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> I have I've been slammed, boys. <laughs> Fuck. This is um, why Lewis doesn't play basketball because Luke just comes up yeah. and he goes. Because I can, even no, though I don't, I don't even play though basketball. I'm like heaps shorter than you, I dunk on you all the time. That's true. That's pretty much our whole podcast, Luke and Lewis show, is just us bullying yeah. each other for an hour twice a yeah. week. And occasionally, like we turn the attention to Killam, where one of us will throw up an alley oop and the other one dunks it in his face. That's yeah. our, He's our third guy. Now, yeah. speaking of bullying, uh, that was saying that he asked preference mm. for bullying Keelan. Or Mike, or is there a bit of a different flavour to so it? So Keelan's our you camera a- guy, Mike Houston, buttons on the radio show. Yeah, before you even ask, anyone who actually asks you that question, <laughs> who wants to know if he... Like, that's why we bully him. Yeah. 
That's true. I think he likes it. It sounds like he likes the attention. Well, yeah. uh, speaking of bullying, uh, let's turn to you, Jordan. Yeah. Um, we noticed, we and Luke were talking about this before, that uh, you do this podcast with yeah. lots of different guests and uh, you generally rock up looking quite casual, just wearing regular clothes. But you, you had an Instagram model and that was the very first episode where you wore an <laughs> oh, yeah. entire suit with a tie <laughs> And I'm just wondering, I wearing, I'm sorry, did I'm you sorry. do that for her? <laughs> and if so, why aren't you doing it for us? Yeah, so that was um, Steph Claire Smith. That I got a lot of hate from that. I actually got messages. Um, Dressing up in a suit for Steph Claire Smith. I wasn't Smith. in a fucking suit. It was I was a in a shirt. It was a yeah. blazer. My blazer. I normally wear my blazer. I've got a shirt on. Mm-hmm. It's just a denim shirt say, this You still time, look right? nice. I... I Hang on, didn't with both your episodes? I feel like I wore this shirt at least. Yeah, yeah, but like, no I feel like I've, sp- I've I've sort of spruced it up a bit. Yeah, you I did. Know, but I did get a lot of flack. I'd had a fresh haircut. They're like, mm, the timing sort of impeccable, isn't it? Well, I don't. Well, I think explain yourself. It's fine, but like, there's there's like a line. So wearing a blazer, doing getting a haircut, that's fine. But if you also trimmed your pubes, too much. <laughs> no, I don't. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna refer. I'm gonna refer this to Steph. I'll make. I'll let her. <laughs> her give us the assessment. I don't know. I think it was just bad timing. I think. I just look like a bit of a. I think it was perfect timing. To yeah. cut you some slack, I think she is one of the biggest guests you've probably had on the podcast. Yeah. I get the mindset of going. You know, this one's important. Yeah. Just you know, maybe start treating every guest the same. I, I, hey. so you know what? I don't care how you treat the other guests. Just us. And yeah. Steph, I think that we're very important as well. I've actually got a gift for you guys. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Did you no, trim but your pubes? I don't know whether you like. <laughs> yeah, it's my. Tr- yeah, I've definitely trimmed my pubes, and um, I use the pubes to make you a little like Hat. love heart on mm-hmm. a card mm-hmm. with a bottle of wine that we got for you. That's wow. good. A special Gary V bottle of wine. That's great. Now, That's do nice. you know that <laughs> I don't drink? Yes, I know. <laughs> okay, but you're yeah, giving I, me wine anyway. Just for you two, right, yeah. man? I can't <laughs> wait to tip it down the drain. <laughs> That's right. He can he can take it, and next time he's watching The Bachelor oh, with yeah. Meg, you mm, can we actually are going to do a drinking open. game uh, episode you where should. we're going to sit there and play The Bachelor drinking game. You like uh, this one? What, what do you mean? The, the we've got for you. You like it? Okay. You cool. you win some brownie points. Okay. Yeah, it'll be up there with sort of a tattoo sleeve. I wow. Think. Okay, you've been listening. Yeah. Someone's fan of the Someone's show. Someone's been listening to the yeah. Yeah. show. Well, I was actually doing the numbers. I mean, you guys have made it to. Episode 11 yesterday, which You're I was having a listen to. I was hoping I was going to get a bit of a mention. You know, you're coming up. You're oh, absolutely coming up not. to the uh, coming <laughs> oh, up to doing, doing the interview. And yeah. I was like, oh, nah, not that special. Well, if you heard that most recent episode, we actually officially banned shout outs on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to your cousin, your yes. poor cousin. Luke right. shouted out his cousin's birthday and I cracked it because yeah. that's not on. We're not and, having birthday shout outs on the show. And that's fair enough. But yeah. you've never not given a shout out to anyone? No, I will we never usually do it. have a band because so many people ask for shout outs. Uh, okay. do, you, do you know how many messages we both get on Instagram going, oh, like, yeah. can you put me on your story? And no. you're like, hey, Derek from Doncaster, <laughs> do you really think I'm going to put a 16 year old kid Instagram handle on my story because he asked? Yeah. <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I can imagine you would get some weird, weird messages. Um, you know, what? Uh, some of them were like, like girls that were clearly barely eighteen, like the type that put eighteen in their profile to sort of trick you that they're eighteen. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know what girls you're talking to, mate. <laughs> I just no, I, I, <laughs> you can you can see it. You yeah. can see it on the profile because no, I know he he's a bit of energy. a teenage heartthrob with his uh, 
audience. You know, it's bring the girls in. It's only because I do Bachelor videos. It's yeah. only because my interests are the same as girls. Yeah, <laughs> Luke has, has the mind of a 16-year-old girl. That's <laughs> why I like they like Panic him. Panic at the Disco and the Bachelor. Yeah, and girls don't like me because no. I dress like a school shooter and I talk like one too. <laughs> well, but some of these questions are just like, geez, I don't know whether these guys can ever answer this. So, like, it's sort of like... It's it's not pandery, but it's a bit like you know. Oh, how's it being the two hottest comedians in Australia? Oh, is type in these stuff. are messages that you got that we got as part oh. of the questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't think you'd get stuff like that. I thought you'd just get stuff about Jeff and Big Spaghetti. <laughs> oh no, that was courtesy of Lewis. I sent one of those uh, in. Uh, yeah. And someone was like, "My name's Jeff." Yeah. Right. And that was about good. it. Yeah. yeah okay. So yeah, it's it's either that complimenting our comedic ability or just shit memes. Now, comedic on the point of comedic ability, I got to give yes, it to you. Yes, we are the best. You, uh. you are very very good because you are some of the few people who've really picked up on the differences of Jats and Savoy's. That's good. I never thought. Well, that's I would not. Hear this. I actually am kind of offended that you would think that that's a comedic opinion. That's not. That's no, fact. That's, that's science. That's what's good about comedy, right? Mm. Is you're able to pinpoint the thing that we all don't realize is inherently funny or strange. In so our we're life. like the George Carlin of snack bickies. Exactly. <laughs> You're like the young George I think George that's a Collins. field that we play in a lot, actually, is yeah. uh, a weird Australian food-based uh, comedy. Like, okay. I do it a lot. with I did it with Pineapple Zooper Dupers. Mm-hmm. Thinking of launching a new campaign, actually, to everyone needs to bin the little vegetables that come with two-minute noodles. Who eats the veggies? Yeah, that's it's just yeah. it's always carrots and peas, yeah. though, isn't it? And they're no, weird, and weird and dehydrated. And yeah. so they don't come back. Can you do something on chocolate bars? Like, we've been going to 7-Eleven a lot recently and yeah. just sort of investigating like you know they've still got chomp there curly whirlies who's eating those i don't have i don't know i had a curly whirly just because i had never had one they're pretty good but like i would never buy it very chewy i'm like very very chewy i'm like a top 40 kind of chocolate guy i'm mainstream i just i just eat the hits okay so what's mars yeah like plain chocolate freddos uh cherry ripes anything in a favorites except for a morrow i'm not touching that shit i'm not an animal what about you I don't like sweet stuff that much. Yeah. I'm ve- like I can only really have like buenos and they're Buenos even- are pretty good. They're, I'm they weird. Don't taste I like too Turkish sweet. delight. No one else does, which is awesome for Jesus. me. Jesus. So the guy cleans them all up at the end when they're all left at the Fuck bottom. Yeah, it's great. I wish I liked Moros cuz no I won't touch them. <laughs> yeah, Moros. I've got suck. horrible taste and I won't eat that. Yeah, that shit's rank. I, it's very <laughs> it's very rare. It's very rare to find people who like Turkish delight. So my dad loves yeah, Turkish delight. But family. he grew up with having that shit, like wow. the proper Turkish. Is he Turkish? Delight. He's Greek Cypriot. So. Okay, well, so he would probably hate Turkish delight, like the, no, one, like he the loves chocolate it. bar. Thing. He loves it. Oh, he loves he it. He reckons they've improved it. Oh, really? I think he's fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's. I don't know. What. I hope he's listening. Yeah, he doesn't listen unless like <laughs> Why? Jeff because Ket- he's in a home. Uh, no, no, he's he's actually over overseas. No, he only listens if um, he likes someone there in sport or politics. Right. So, like a Jeff Kennett, he'll listen so to... So, Steph Claire Smith, he might skip that one. Uh, yeah, he probably won't listen to that, yeah. unfortunately. But you guys, maybe. Oh, why? Because I, I mean, look like maybe, I play basketball. Maybe I should introduce him to you. Yeah, right. Maybe I should. Like, you know? I mean... Does he like comedy about Australian biscuits? He likes he likes really <laughs> crass com- comedy, so he would love Lewis. Yeah, but my mum doesn't, so he never. <laughs> so, he so never- but not so much Luke. He would no. get around me, be like, "Oh, that boy, you say things no, no, no he, one should say." He would still <laughs> find Luke funny, but I can tell that he really likes crass, rude yeah. comedy, mm. mainly because my mum doesn't. I feel like I do still do quite 
crass comedy, but I just don't go. Maybe I don't make a point of Luke doing does it, it with a really smile. dark uh, stuff. Uh, yeah, true. Oh, I mean, Mom, I've got some pretty. Luke does do it. People are often surprised when they see me live. I think people see me live and go, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> we all, yeah, we always used to talk about like when we were on radio. Like, people would always go, "Oh, how did Lewis get a job on radio? He's going to get him cancelled." Nah. But me and Luke always talked about like. I would never be the one to get us cancelled from anything because be everyone expects it from me. People will be listening to Luke because I like him. He's a little bit softer. And then he would just say something heinous. It's I, definitely going to be Luke. I probably got us close to being fired more times than Lewis did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, For sure. Like, Lewis maybe dropped an F-bomb, but, like, in a ah, fucking hell way on radio, like, in a yeah. non-offensive way. Yeah. I said some pretty <laughs> bad stuff. Yeah, Do Luke's, you have an example I don't that you want to talk it. about? The one about the, uh, I made that Virgin Lounge joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you shouldn't have. That one got me. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, it was just a bad error of judgment. I it just, was something something along the lines some, of terrorism some and joke Virgin about Lounge. Terrorism and, and Lewis was said, and that oh, got you in trouble. Okay. No, that- no, it didn't get us in trouble. That's the thing. No it should have. No one. We'll talk about this just before we yeah. start recording. <laughs> no, no one's one listening on Sunday to night. our show. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. no one at the radio station listened. Yeah, so we never because got- we're now we've now we now tra- transitioned away from radio. Maybe not permanently, but whatever. We're we're doing Luke and Lewis show twice a week from our own from my warehouse, and we just set up our own thing because just it j- just got to a point where radio was great. Radio was awesome. But um, it got a little bit frustrating having other people in control of your progression, which is okay, but the main thing was having other people in control of how often we could do the show. Yeah. It became, like if you were a listener or a fan, it became super hard to be a fan of the show because we were never on at a consistent time. We were like 12 to 2 for six months. Now we're on 6 to 8 on Sundays. Then we're off air for a month. And now we're back 8 to 10. And we're off and on. And people just didn't know when we were on. the name of the show kept getting changed. Yeah. Like it went from Luke and Lewis to lunch to just Luke and Lewis. Then it was like the Sunday experiment. And then it was just... With Luke and Lewis. With Luke and Lewis. And it was just... We couldn't even keep up. I I think... You, you know, interviewing you both individually. Then, when we did that original interview, timing was great because what a happened few weeks, to that one? Well, we still the, got it. You still got it? Yeah, we still it got coming it. out. Uh, <laughs> only for your patrons. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to keep bringing it up. Um, Comments are going to be full of release the original. But it, it was good timing because two weeks later, you guys left to do your own thing, and yeah. and mm. I could tell during that interview as well that. Um, you guys are just so driven that to to be, it was like you almost had a glass ceiling in a way. You, you needed to go do something. Well, we else. were like, we we radio is, is is interesting in the in the sense that like you can be the sorry. Hang on, before we move on, yeah, is that glass ceiling saying uh, a reference to Willy Wonka when they shoot through the glass ceiling at the end? It's just a general term to say like you've reached that, your sort of maximum potential. I don't know where it came from, eh? Yeah, because it's like it's often talked about in terms of like sexism and and gender equality. Yeah, but where did the actual term come from? Is it because is it because it looks like there is no ceiling, but there is? Yeah. Maybe. Shouldn't have brought it up, guys. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to know if you were referencing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, I was, I was saying it's a, a good analogy, though. Yeah. A frustrating thing about uh, any kind of mainstream media that's not the internet is that you could be, we could be the best show in the world, right, uh, with the most fans or whatever. But if all of the the drive and breakfast, and all the big radio shows have contracts for the next three years, t- what too do you bad. Do? Yeah. yeah, like like yeah. either the radio has to fire people and then pay them to do nothing for the remaining two years of their contracts, yeah. or they or we have to wait three years until that space frees up and then maybe get it. 
but in the meantime, we don't do a show. Yeah. Or you go out to like a, a country gig like Shepparton or Ballarat or something which like that, is which what, is not wholly impractical for what you're doing in yeah. the larger picture of your careers anyway. Yeah, which we just didn't really want to... But basically, we, we love just radio. Be comedians, we just want to and do it's it. hard to be a yeah, but you're stand-up you, comedian. At the end of the day, if I, when I asked you both if you had to do one thing, and you've both said stand-up. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you couldn't do YouTube or any of that, so it'd be stand-up. Absolutely. It's quite evident that... It's just it's just not practical. Well, it did it actually get to a point where maybe around the time that we did the last episode, it was about April, we went into a couple of meetings and it, we hit like a fork in the road where it was pretty much like, well, guys, it's come to the point we need to decide what's more important to you, radio or stand-up. And, and then, then everyone at the radio station's like, and I think it's pretty obvious <laughs> so what you're going to pick. You know, <laughs> radio is the way to go and we're just like... And, what no? We we almost in the interview. To, no, essentially no, we, had to, your we head. had to pretend we had, that oh, wasn't the fuck. easiest choice. We had to in the be world. like, oh, you're oh. right. We'll have to go away and have a long hard think about this, and then we walked out of going, well, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I the, there's very few meetings you get like that, but when you're in them, you're like, wow, this person just cannot read the room at all. But yeah, I don't know. We're, radio is something that we haven't left permanently. We could go back to it. We could not. But we're really enjoying just just doing the show when we want. To do the show, like I just think, doing it twice a week. I think it's radio so is fun. one of those. Radio is particularly in. I haven't been involved in many different industries. I have been had a very fortunate life where I haven't had that many jobs. But like that uh, many jobs, you've only ever worked at a golf course picking up balls. And uh, that's I did it. Three weeks of furniture removal. So if you want any help with a piano up a <laughs> staircase, a I'm your guy. <laughs> when I was 15, Jesus <laughs> Christ. One hundred percent illegal. Who roped you into that? <laughs> Just like a a guy I knew at the athletics club. A guy I knew. Hey, I have yeah. a uh, forty thousand dollar piano. I need yeah. moved up a staircase. No worries. We've got a couple of fifteen year old <laughs> blokes that never lifted anything in their life. They'll sort it <laughs> yeah. out. One it move sucked. and they're done. <laughs> but um, yeah, everyone in the radio industry, their life is radio. Like it's it's radio yeah. is yeah. it's like it's everything, and mm. they live in this kind of like a bubble. I guess they live in this world where it's like. And a lot of our friends who are in radio still live in that world. And now that I've moved out of it, I caught up with him a few weeks ago and it was just like all radio chat. And I was wow. like, yeah, but how have you been though? Like outside of <laughs> it's, that. It's kind of like if if we eventually colonize the moon, right? They're still human. But if you met up with someone, they would be talking about the moon president and yeah. moon celebrities. <laughs> and you'd be like talking about earth shit. Yeah. And then you'd be like, you're both human and you can talk, but neither of you know you're in different worlds. It was crazy. Like, they people, and that's why I think they thought the decision was obvious because to them, radio is everything. And yeah. we kind of came into radio going, well, this is a platform we could do comedy on. Mm. And that was always our thing. Yeah, they've sort of got the introspection illusion where they've been in sort of an industry for so long yeah. and they're Can we like. Turn my headphones down. I'm going they, deaf. They're really? so loud. Yeah. You don't have to turn me down, but. Oh. Uh, I'll just turn them down. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's it, nice. That's better? I like that. It was that's on 100, good. to be fair. On 100, yeah. yeah. I've, well, what do I, you guys normally do with your... Um, you've got the road... We have a roadcaster. Roadcaster. We, we worked out a really good system. <laughs> yeah. We automated uh, Alex panel operator's job. We're, we're buying one next week. They're great. It's so, yeah. so good. You should hit them up. They're giving them out for free. All these podcasters what? that I... That I that I follow, they all got rode for free after we, we bought We got them. a comment on our, our podcast yesterday saying, ha ha, you dickheads bought Radio Mike 2.0. Yeah. Because Frenchie's podcast they're not that got, expensive. They're, they're like, like $800. They're like 700 800 bucks. Yeah, but the best 800 bucks you ever spent. It's I mean, this thing, was, this thing was 650 and I bought it three years ago. I know, I just ago. bought one of those, yeah. Did fine. you? Well, I, I started filming my stand-up sets properly. You need to record And then the you mic. just whack it in, yeah. yeah so That's interesting. 
Yeah, because we're we're about to buy like a full on camera rig as well for sort of doing cinematic shots for clients and also more yeah. Q and A style interviews here for us. And I'll move that to the camera. Yeah, and then yeah. we'll have the road. Yeah, is it Roadcaster or Road Pro? Road the Procaster is the mic. Pro. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. We just call it Radio Mic 2.0. You're asking guys who think it's funny. <laughs> well, all we use it for is playing fart sounds. So yeah. you're asking the yeah. wrong people. <laughs> yeah, it has sound effect buttons. What are you going to do with that? Me? Load up we some just farts. have like eight. I don't know. It's just more that like it's it's a, just a better device. Yes. Like I've had is. some issues where this, I'm pretty sure this channel might be a little bit busted. So on some interviews, you get like a, a minor, you can only hear and it if you're really listening also, for it. Also, it doesn't have knobs and stuff. It has like the panel, like the sliding yeah. bars. It's yeah. so easy to monitor. It's nice and you can lock them in It has an well, electronic yeah? screen that's heaps better than the ones on the... It's way better. It's just way better. better. Yeah. Way, way, way better. The quality of the audio is a lot... You've got different reliable. frequencies. Yeah. I just think we need a little upgrade. It's it's just part of the part of the course. But I mean, look, you guys are doing well. I've enjoyed listening there's yeah, been some great little snippets in there, whether it's crocodiles on meth or you and your fucking braille and some yeah, subtitles for people. Yeah. <laughs> so I love the fan art. Someone made a poster of Luke and Lewis with uh, braille on it. Yeah, yes, yeah. If you want to check out the highlights of it, if you don't have time for another podcast to listen to, check us out at Luke and Lewis on Instagram or YouTube. We post highlights and shit and then check out a full one if you want. Yeah. yeah. But, highlights uh, are good. I really like the the highlights. I think that's good to f- keep up to date. With I reckon I listen. Like I think I listen to twenty podcasts, but no, really no I listen way. to two, and then I follow the highlights <laughs> of all of these other ones. Yeah, I think that's kind of how where it's going now, where everybody yeah. goes, "Oh man, I love your podcast," and but they'll only ever reference little tiny clips that I've uploaded, which is great. Yeah. More people see it, but it, I think that's kind of it's an interesting thing of like we've gone. It's almost cheating. It's like instead of putting heaps of effort to make the funniest two minutes ever, we just make an hour all the time and then we go, oh, two These minutes and that'll bit. be pretty good. Yeah. Chuck that out. But it's part of the process. It's part of your process of, of improving as comedians anyway. And I think oh, people yeah. realise that. There'll be there'll be the super fans who always, you know, like we probably have like one or 2,000 people that will always listen to the entire thing. Yes. And yeah. the rest... I reckon they listen to 15 minutes. They come in and out. Yeah. 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 So it's just par, par the course, I think. And why did you separate them, though? Because that's something I've noticed amongst the comedians in the US. They've got like the H3 podcast, H3 podcast highlights. You've got... Um, oh, you just don't... Well, th- we do there two. is an answer. It was just like I uh, follow uh, a couple of podcasts and I don't like subscribing to channels that upload two clips in one day. Yeah. I just like ease up, you know, so... If you want to just follow the actual episodes of the show and the really good bits, follow the main channel. But like, if you do want to, because we upload maybe six clips a week to the Luke and Lewis Highlights channel, you know, three from every episode. Mm. That's a lot of content popping up. And if you look at all those big podcasts that upload the clips on the same channel, their clips get fuck all. Like they're they're either it's 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 either one way or the other. Either the clips get heaps and the full things get nothing, or the other way around, the full thing gets heaps and the clips get nothing, Mm. because. The, the YouTube recognizes that people are only watching one or the other most of the time. So if you mm. just separate it, YouTube goes, oh, this channel does this and everyone subscribed watches it and then this one does that, everyone watches it. So it sends it out to everyone because mm. the algorithm won't let humans fucking click shit. They go, oh, the robot has to decide what you watch. Yeah, that's <laughs> it is interesting because I've noticed like... S- 
um, when you so when you released the episode that night, and then the highlights when? Uh, so we used so the audio put, we put out at five a.m. and the video at five p.m. So okay. the audio is out all day. People because people listen to yeah. it on the way to work Pro- and stuff. They, they probably listen to audio, right? Yeah, no, no, really. No. Video is double twice as big as the audio. Consistently, yeah. But we but we put a lot of effort. Like we bought really good cameras and we we edit in like photos and clips that. So like watching it, it takes is about better. I think killing an hour to t- finish actually editing the full episode. Mm. You know, because we he goes through it and puts in visuals and stuff to watch. Okay. Uh, and because I just noticed that certain cha- your certain channels will come up in my recommended at different times, but I get more recommendations for the highlights than I do the actual episode. Yeah, uh, and that's a, that's another mainly reason. Mainly, it's because you generally watch uh, shorter clips on YouTube, so it's not recommending Could you be, the hour yeah. episode. So I think you'll like the six-minute version. Yeah, but it depends. Like sometimes I'll just put your your show on and just like if I've watched the clip, sometimes I'll yeah. just put it on in the background, mute it, and just let it play out. Mute it. Yeah, because I, like as in like I'm doing work or whatever, and I've I've sort of gotten the clips for this episode, and I'm like, okay, I'm happy with that, but I'll give them the watch time for. Oh, that's <laughs> for, so weird. What a mad dog. <laughs> well, because I know what it's like. It's all about the watch time. It is true. It yeah. is. I mean, at home, I've got I've got thirty thousand computers in my basement just playing my own <laughs> shit. I'm actually not a big YouTuber at all. It's all me. <laughs> I don't know though if <clears throat> if YouTube is. Like, is YouTube able to measure what portion is on mute and what portion is listened to? I would say that that the amount of people watching an hour on mute, you're the only cunt. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> like only I don't think they that. fact they don't need need to factor that in. I don't think yeah. anyone's doing. No, but like no you know, because I could be listening to half an hour of the episode and I'm like, okay, fuck, I'm gonna go to a meeting. I'll just leave. I'll let it play out. I don't have time to come back to it. I'll watch the clips. It's World's just... busiest man doesn't have time to click. <laughs> you don't even so have to click funny. pause. You just click the screen. You're like, fuck. Too stressed. There's so many, <laughs> dude. There's so many podcasts that I have like, that I'm subscribed to and yeah. whatnot. You, you've got to, you have to be strategic about how much you listen to. And- you almost do. Yeah. There's so much shit out there, yeah. like entertainment, like even not just video. Like there's streaming services, and I, I read I've- and I like comic books. So there's so much shit out there. Now. Yeah. I, I, I've found that the more stuff I start doing, the less I consume because mm. I'm just like so. Yeah, you know, it's, spending it's so just much impossible. time it's impossible. doing all of our own stuff and my own stuff. It's like I do three podcasts a week minimum, plus there's yep. stuff like this. There's, this week, I've yeah. actually. Do you know what? I've actually. I've, I've done look four at my podcasts p- in the last three days. Yeah, I think that that for Luke and I really like like this year. I think we had a few tours and and we were making a bit of money from the radio thing. Like we we really took the output of content and, and doing it and treated it seriously and like let's try and put out as much high quality shit as possible mm. and i think that's that's really the future because because there's so much shit out there like i'm a fan of maybe 20 video creators and 10 podcasts and i like reading and this and that like you have to put out like multiple videos a week because someone like me is only going to watch one of them mm. i'll miss the other one and I'll only watch half of that one that I actually clicked on. Yeah. So it's like you've got to be putting put out so much <laughs> shit, you know? It's true, though. It's just we're, there, there's now like a quite a – what's the word? It's like a there's a fire hose of content sort of – Yeah, it's, just, I don't think it's oversaturated, though. No. I just think that it's 
that that it's so easy to watch a little bit of stuff every day now yeah. that like if you're not doing that I watch you'll kind of get missed. Of my favorite podcast while I'm eating sometimes. That's how I yeah. consume. The morning is is when I consume typically consume, consume a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. What, what have you guys learned? Though? I mean, the, one of the interesting questions that I said was that um, we got on on Instagram was someone who was like your uh, you know consistent earning income with radio versus the podcast you're doing now, which I, I had a good chuckle at. What um, was the question? Oh, like, why did of, we leave radio like, if they were giving us how money? How do you, in hindsight, what's yeah. it like being leaving radio f- for consistent income to actually own your own thing? I'm like, man, this guy does not <laughs> know how little you income. earn people, in radio. People, like, I mean, I, I was going to say what a dumbass, but, like, no, that's a common misconception, I, I just don't think, yeah, they don't yeah, understand. It's not, it's not um, and I think a lot of people may be closer to the industry, such as yourself, we've been involved in it now for a yeah. while. I think we were naive at the start mm. uh, going into radio, going, like, this is a cash grab. It's not. There Maybe is, the there drive is so shows. much ra- money in radio if you're on breakfast or drive and everyone else is poor. Yeah, like everyone. Yeah, all, has all the no all the money. stuff that isn't. Yeah, that. Luke, Luke and because, I were getting paid two hundred dollars a show. Yeah, and we started off on one hundred dollars a show. I remember when you told me I was absolutely shocked, and Could we would do that it. once a week. So if so. Thank God that we had the People online thought thing. We were like loaded. Even my friends, like yeah. when we went out, like, oh, it's your shout. You're on radio money now. And I'm like, dude, you have a full time job. You earn four times the amount of Even money. Even a part time job. Part time yeah. job. We earn way more. Because, like, because we, we, luckily, we had income elsewhere, like tours and, and, and videos and stuff. Um, but we, if we only yeah. did radio, even if we lived at home, we couldn't afford to. We'd have to have another job. Yeah. They're actually quite lucky in the sense that we could afford to do their radio. Like, a lot of people can't do the development shows because yes. they're like, well, this isn't enough for me to live off. Yeah. And I need to focus on my life and I have to pay rent. They were lucky that they caught us when we were both living at home. We weren't that stressed about money because we have income coming from yeah. elsewhere. And I guess the thing, it was, they not took us for granted. I'm not saying that, but like that was just, it was just a fortunate situation where it, it yeah, did, it was, the only it was a win win. That's the only reason why I did work for a year and a half is because we were that it, desperate for that's the That's why money. it finished because it, it got to a point where they were like, oh, mate, if you want to keep doing radio, you can you can make 60 grand a year moving to a regional town. And both Luke and I were like, no way. We'll lose money if yeah. we do that. Like, we, we could just work a little bit harder at the online stuff and, you know, like, pull in a, a, a similar amount. If, you know, we have a good tour and ticket sales are going well, online stuff's going well, Patreon, a mix of all those things. It's like, why would I spend my life? The main point is I don't want to go to Shepparton. But- <laughs> yeah. You don't. You yeah. don't at all. And I think as well, what will happen is you will earn way more money doing it on your own. Well, I honestly it's think. not even about that. We're like, it's not about care. money. We, well, I, I understand. I mean, I, 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 home, but starting. as a caveat, as you yeah. know, capping that downside, I think you will. Well, I think, well, and also that, that that's that's kind of why we, the reason we did radio is because we wanted to do radio. Not we didn't really care about the money at, at first. Like we just wanted it made us funnier. I think, like I've noticed just from like in especially it being live and it's like what whatever you say goes out. So be funny right now. I reckon it's made me funnier on stage. Like our show better stuff like this. Oh, like yeah. I'm just so you can so think on your more, feet a bit more. It'll yeah, never like be a crowd thing. work and stuff. I used to, crowd work for my stand up was really my weak point. Luke's always been good at it. That was where I was always weaker. But I reckon the radio show like really helped me lift that part of my stand-up game. Mm. And it definitely, like that was another thing I wanted to speak about because we didn't actually get to talk about last time was the riffing of ideas. Mm. Like how do you guys 
what's the process now with the show? Because now you don't have anyone telling you, you know, okay, you got to listen back to this clip. This is what we're going to talk about today. Here's the run sheet. Yeah. How we, are you thinking about all we've of that? Kind of we've kind of retained much, as much as we could of the planning process. We've pretty much yeah. always had creative control over our show where we were the yeah. ones going, we're talking about this can you get up the clip? That's how we used to do it. Okay. So if there were producers, we'd be like, hey, we want to talk about this. Can you find uh, yeah. that quote of the per- like your Donald Trump or whoever saying that and then grab it? Um, now we, we just... <laughs> we were kind of... like we were, we're not lucky. We were kind of smart in the sense that we went into radio and both of us were like, this is our first foray into something where other people have input and it's, you know, we have bosses and we're not in control of it. So we kind of went in and we were like... We're doing this. This <laughs> yeah. is the show for like three months of like it's. This is what we're doing, and then it got we got so far into this is what the show is. People started trying to change it, and it just wouldn't move. <laughs> yeah, we just wouldn't let anyone touch touch the creative side of it. That's that was good, the though. only thing that we gave a shit about was like yeah, and, the and quality they, of the show. And do you think there is where you learnt? You know, things that you've taken on now, just structuring. But, I mean, but yeah, we still do segments. It's different, though. We still do segments, though. Like, we yeah. still actually carry it across some segments that we did on radio, like where Lewis will expose a business or, yeah, you know, still celeb sound spots, effects sound and, effects. And we, we haven't done this yet, but we want to start adding in calls, maybe pranks or, or whatever, just like the phone element, maybe even getting listeners to call us or, or we call listeners who email us or whatever. Like, we, we, we like all the creative elements that radio does that podcasting really isn't doing. At mm, all, yeah, like that kind of stuff. Like I don't know a single podcast that has sound effects or or, or heaps of listener input. We loved um, that radio does really really well. So I think, I think we we just yeah. kind of we just took all the stuff that we liked from radio creatively, and then also planning behind the scenes wise, and I then would took it to say our show. Actually, with this new show, is maybe fifty percent of the ideas of how we come up with it actually revolves around the audience, yeah, and the show. So, like, yeah, sometimes we go, oh, I had a funny story on the weekend. I'll tell you about that on the podcast. But often it's like going through emails. We spend about an hour before every show sorting through all the emails we got through the week. And, yeah. you know, often some How of them are great. How many emails do you get, by the way? So this, many. But since we started again, holy shit. Like at mm. least 30 to 40, like, after each episode. Yeah, like like it, and I and if they're crap, we just kind of like we just go through a lot and, of them are crap. A lot of them are crap, <laughs> and and a lot of them are like, hey guys, heads up, and it's like a thing, like yeah, we know, like yeah. whatever. But um, you know, you know, often we just you know people send in celebrity spots. We have a segment called celeb spots. We have a segment called thoughts where we just say what we were thinking, yeah. like and people send in their thoughts and and. You, I think part of the creative process is filtering uh, the things and then also building that community. And that's Mm. what the show is about. And I think the fact that we get that many emails off each episode shows that uh, putting the time in, you get a lot out of that. But people enjoy it. Because it's one thing to write, write a comment with a, with a joke or timestamp, and we a also funny read thing, the comments as well. Emailing, like sitting down writing email, they're, they're, they're not just a lot sentence of sentence things. They're big emails of like people trying to contribute and join in, which is awesome. It's the yeah. best. Yeah, I think uh, there isn't. I was just thinking about that. There isn't really, a sh- at least in Australia. Well, no, definitely not. In Australia. Well, I, I'd say Hamish and Andy is the definition of uh the people show is and i grew up listening to them and that was easily my always my favorite part of their show was the community that they built around it and i remember thinking like deciding well whatever i do and i started it when i started my own podcast like i Mm. remember i was 
the, I've thought about this since. Remember in 2017, I did episode 50 of Memoirs of a White Guy. I think it was before a You Don't Know Me video. I didn't have much of a following at all. Very Maybe like 10,000 likes on Facebook. I got 50 people to come to the Yarra River to look for a, <laughs> a pigeon that didn't exist. And they all knew that it <laughs> wasn't knew. real. So it's just like, oh, looking for Peter Pigeon. And that was this ongoing joke in the podcast is I saw a fat bird one day. Let's see if we can find this fat bird. 50 people came out of their houses for three (laughs) hours and Lewis and I did a joint podcast. And that was probably the first Luke and Lewis thing we ever did. Yeah, people showed up like wearing stuff. and People people bought um, like binoculars, ways to look for the bird. Like someone bought a pigeon mask and so he could twerk and, and like, and like, uh, be yeah. a lady pigeon to attract the bird. Yeah, and, uh, and everyone knew that it wasn't real. Everyone knew that we weren't <laughs> going to find the bird. And and I was thinking about that. It reminds I was like, me of Amy Shark. I was like, that's reminds crazy. me of Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> the Amy Shark says hi thing was like seriously one of the funniest fucking things. Well, I that, remember seeing think- that guy. Like these guys really are like they're they're doing what. Hamish and Andy did, but maybe they're taking it to another level. Well, we that that's probably a good example of what our show is. Is it? it it's we never try to like. What's the next thing that we can get people? We never try to get people to do stuff. It's always it just something organically that we're you, fascinated yeah. with. So what you said on your previous. It's what you said on your yeah. previous episode. It's just like let's just see if some, we can run with it. Like yeah, just so come up with something ridiculous. For and just, every like yeah. Amy Shark or Savoy Jats thing, like we throw out so much stuff, and and when. We never know what's going to be the big thing until we get the feedback from the audience. The Savoy audience, thing so. was completely accidental. Yeah. We just uh, were talking about it and we did one break about it. On four minutes. Triple M, four minutes. And then we did an Instagram poll going, what do you guys like better, Savoy's or Jats? And it only because of the listeners voted came back identical either side. I think it was like yeah. 768 votes either Each. side. Exactly. Right? So it wasn't Instagram averaged poll. like 50-50. We were refreshing it, it. At the end of the 24 hours up, like the next time we came yeah. in, it was been 24 hours and we're like, oh, there's a minute to go and it's neck and neck. What will win? Dead even. So, And then we came back on the radio and we're like, we have to talk about this. We yeah. divided a nation with this Bicky shit and then <laughs> yeah. it just took off. But that was accidental because we were just like, I don't know, who knows what will win? Probably Savoy's because they hate yeah. better. Just on a segue on that, I cannot believe, like, how could you like Jats? It's so gross, aren't they? Like they crumble the, what, in the What is it in it? So it's we like talked a about this. Malt. We talked about this for six months. Like we worked out why people like jets. The the reason why, and all these jets eaters are going to be so angry. Oh, jets is better. The reason why you like jets Naive. better than Savoy is Ignorant. because you've never eaten a Savoy, and that's fine. We don't hate you yeah, for it. it. it has to you be. just don't know. If anything, we're sympathetic. Now yeah. we get a lot of people going, "Oh, jets suck," and then often people comment, "Have you had a Savoy?" No, don't want to because jets are better. It's like. How can you know? What because kind of attitude? In Savoy's Melbourne, are only in both. Victoria. So no, really? and Tasmania. And so, yeah, Victoria and Tasmania, only, Savoy's only get shipped there, but but we get both. So everyone in Melbourne has tried both and understands that Savoy's is better. Everyone else in the country has only ever had Jats, and that's their bicky. And this, and that's is, a this shame. is how good Savoy's are, because we're severely <laughs> outnumbered as Savoy boys in Melbourne. Savoy boys. Right? Yeah. But there's Jats rats in WA, Queensland, yep. New South Wales, way more population-wise, yep. yet 50-50 say like Savoy's, which means there is a much Savoy's stronger community passionate. of Savoy's, yeah, yeah. way more passionate because yeah. they're better bickies down south, and we know that. And I think it's, if anything, 
the, the rest of the country is just a laughing stock to us. But, but it's yeah. clearly like it's objectively better. Objectively better. The like, only it's thing not, that, so, there's oh. nothing subjective about it. It's like the biscuit I've tastes got, strange. I've tastes got, strange. Ask anyone who's yes. had it versus. Foy. I've got testimonials. Uh, great ones. <laughs> uh, celebrity, uh, internet celebrity, Jackson Fairbairn, Lachlan Fairbairn, boys from Adelaide yep. came to the Melbourne Comedy Festival this year. Never had a Savoy. And Jackson they came goes, in so strong. Fuck Savoys. Judge the best. Jackson had one bite and goes. Yeah, oh, this is strange. This is heaps better. Yeah. And I've had Patreon ignorance. people uh, order them from interstate, get them shipped to their house. So people yeah. in other states have started getting shipped to them. Uh, I st- we started taking them to shows interstate to spread yeah. the love. Everyone who tries one is immediately t- turns from a hater into a lover. And, and know, we just stumble across that. I have to say the only thing that, that Savoy Boys and Jats Rats do agree on is that a clicks fix is all right every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clicks, fucking hell! Clicks and peanut butter was you know, that? Oh, man. Okay, so what did you guys have on your Savoy's? Mine was Cabana and sort Nothing. of cheese. Just raw dog and man, raw yeah. straight yeah. down, yeah. no dip. My brother was. <laughs> my brother put butter on it. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. He was he, dude. He was French weird onion. About actually, he would, is how I prefer butter. to eat them. You guys pickers of butter. He would actually pick butter. No knife. Yeah. He would he would oh, grab his, it with his put his finger. In. I've yeah. never That's seen gross. it. He's an animal. Cat food at he should be put in a cage. Yeah, he's a bit of an animal. I think your brother. <laughs> he's he's on the same spectrum <laughs> your dad is. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> he he may actually be on the. He's he's a fucking genius. He's got like an IQ of 135. Yeah, but doesn't know how to use a knife. Yeah, but I bet he can only fucking eat things if they're if they're if they're red or something. <laughs> No, um, he's not. He's not that much on the spectrum. But, but just quickly before we move on from Bickies, I yeah. have been meaning to bring up to you. What yeah. are your thoughts on TikToks? I had him again on TikToks. the weekend. Fantastic. They're always underrated. TikToks were like great. I always wanted. Mum never had sugar or sweet Another stuff in the house, but TikToks every now and did, then. Did they come Ooh. in the combo pack? When I was in kinder, yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, that's what it was. You they had were the best of the Anzacs, combo pack. Chalky ripples. Uh, teddy bear biscuits, chocolate teddy bears, and TikToks. So you and know I would, your bickies. Oh yeah, I would always divert away. I, Anzacs you were always in a laugh. bicky house, huh? Yeah, Some we were, people had like bicky house. Like you go to your friend's house and be like, yeah. oh, would you like a biscuit? And you're like, yeah, what do you got? And he goes, mate, I got everything. <laughs> yeah. and they open up the bicky drawer and you're like, oh, my mum sucks. Yeah. No, <laughs> so I reported it, you know, child services. We, we only deprived. have clicks. It sucks. We were deprived. So what would happen is mum would buy only those packs when they were on special. Right, yeah, and there were massive family packs, and then what would happen is it would be like a race to the bottom, basically, <laughs> yeah. because they were so so people would sa- basically stash them, mm. or they would just devour them all within two days. Which I feel like is what should happen because if you just have them all the time, you just end up don't appreciating the bicky or with diabetes. Both <laughs> not good options. Well, my brother's got type one diabetes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but that is hereditary though, so it's a little bit different. But yes. Uh, we were thoroughly deprived of sweet things as mm. kids. Uh, by the way, I realised earlier we didn't answer your first question what was, what was uh, that? about bullying Keelan and who yeah, we prefer to bully yeah, Who more. would you prefer? Who's uh, more enjoyable? It's Radio kind of, Mike I like Radio takes it Mike. better. He laughs more. <laughs> Keelan, sometimes I don't... like. He, he does know it's a joke, but I think sometimes... Uh, maybe... I think because... Lewis and Killen hang out a lot more than me and Killen do. Okay. So I feel like when Lewis shits on Killen, they have like this relationship of like, yeah, like we, we're with each other every day. Yeah. I get it. I feel like sometimes I'll say a joke about Killen on the same go, level. Oh. And Killen might go, oh, and I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> but here's the thing Radio Mike has his. Positives and his negatives. In the moment, he's the best, right? Yeah. Make fun of him, he'll laugh. Ha ha ha. Yeah, that's so true. This, that, 
all great. We move on. Completely forget about it. 30 days later, he'll come and be like, hey, man, remember on episode 305 at 24 minutes in when you said I have a big head? Is that true? Do I <laughs> this really is, have this a is big Mike. head? Mike will do this. Yeah, he'll do it. He'll call, he will call you yeah. and go, you know when you said that, is that true? And I'll go, no, it's not true. You don't have a head bigger than a bus, mate. You're a human. <laughs> and you're beautiful and I love you. And he goes, okay, I'm just checking. And then he's I'll be like, can't wait character. for next month. I think that, I think what, what people like most people get it. I think a yeah. majority of our audience understand it's play fighting, right? Yeah, it's so definitely it's play absolutely. It's like WWE. I think by him asking that question, I think he really enjoys it. To yeah. be honest, and, and we I should think, do it more. It should get physical. Yeah, <laughs> on a serious <laughs> with whips. <laughs> on a serious note, we have and we make sure we have these discussions off air mm. where we do say to Keel and Radio Mike, whoever it is, going like, "You let if we ever cross the line." please tell us because yeah. that's never the goal. The goal is to, for entertainment purposes and I think it's important. It always comes from a place of love because yeah. you, you don't fucking make fun of someone unless you like them, yeah. you know? But I think by telling him it's a good way to go about it. I mean, the fact is you can't know unless well, they tell you. Well, that's the thing now, you know, with radio, if Radio Mike didn't like us, you know, or whatever, that's that's SCA's problem, the radio station. That's his. That's their employee, whatever. Go to their <laughs> HR. We employ Keelan directly. If we bully him too much, he can report us to the authorities. Yeah. <laughs> how does how does Radio Mike, is Radio Mike like, does he does he seem like he's suffering a sort of breakup now that he's no longer with you guys? And he's No, because we're still nah. really good friends. We yeah. talk. We talk all the time. Like, catch up. like Radio Mike was we, we love him. We we saw him the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to him just today before we came in here. Yeah, yeah so. he was watering your beers the other week. Yeah. Um And uh, we, we always we always <laughs> kind of thought that like <gasps> I should stop hanging out with him, eh? <laughs> I, d- I don't get that at all, but it was hey, funny. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> Mike's the type of person where at the start of the night he'll do so the way he and often our humor goes is like if you do a thing enough, it becomes funny. Yeah. Repetition is key. Sometimes yeah. the joke can be so bad. That it is only The first repetition. time he's like, hey, man, I'm going to water the toilet. He had a watering can. He had a watering yeah. can. In, in a house. Kept, kept filling up. He's like, I'm going to water the toilet. And he thought it was so funny because he's like, get it? Because you don't water toilets. They've already got water in That's them. That's the joke. So then he started watering uh, people. He come, someone watered them, pour water in the head. He thought it was hilarious. I will admit, by the time he started watering beer cans, I was on board. And I was like, this is comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Amy Shark said I started. I know. Wait, Amy Shark's I Said Hi song would play on the radio all the time while we're doing the show. So just to each other, off air, every time the song came on, she'd be like, tell them all I said hi. And I'd be like, hey, Luke, Amy Shark says hi. We started calling each other at 1am, like, oh, Amy Shark said hi, hanging up. There there is definitely something in this, just separate to comedy as well, because in, you know, like there's this statistic in sales that after the fifth or sixth email, 8% of salespeople will, will follow up on something. Yeah. But that's where the eighty percent of sales are made, yeah. or interviews are booked, or what, what, insert whatever statistic you yeah. want. Yeah, and I think yeah, I, did I think sales. there's something it's to just that. Like it's just repetition, saying yes until they think being yes, consistently, and... being consistently, I don't know, professional, comedic, whatever it may be. Yeah, just not an asshole. Yeah. obviously, in some instances, like I've seen instances of salespeople who are just like fucking. I'd say uh, repeatedly turning over nose and persistence is like a great strategy in most things, except for sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to know? Um, That's a clip for sure. You want to know uh, a company that is the definition of persistence? Oh, Cameo, dude! Holy shit! Okay, how? Do you, Do you know look- what Cameo is? It's that app where like uh, influencers you do paid shoutouts. To people like pay yeah, videos. And is it used to be a whale? 
a whale. Yeah, like it was originally nah, bro, something. It's an app. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> definitely didn't I find know, it in the sea. But it was originally an app. Yeah, but the and then the, it was the, a the logo was like a whale. Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Now it's just like it's, a star. Who was a standard by? Apparently, so we just get hit up. So this app. They They're set- launching in Australia. So basically, you pay your celebrities go on. Hey, it's forty dollars, and I'll say happy birthday to your friend, right? And they they pay it, and then yeah, you do genius it. Genius yeah, idea yeah. for got, to make it's a way to scale you you as a because we get we get those questions all the time, and we hate doing them, or because it's just. <laughs> Can you send a message for Dave? It's Dave's birthday. Give so me like, a shout out. Just like oh, if you could like just say happy birthday to Dave, it'll make his day. You go like, and then you do them. You're like happy birthday, Dave. Dave gets it. Who's who's that? <laughs> what, what, why would I, I don't know this just guy. A, just a note <laughs> on shout outs uh, you could actually if you have people call up you could do like Kyle and Jackie O yeah. style well, what are they at do? the end you know like at the you end you imply that I listen to commercial radio no 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 like back in the <laughs> what day do they do? you guys are a little bit younger but back in the day when they had the hot 30 on uh, Fox people used to call up and they'd just let them give shout out they weren't on it was just the end of the show with the outro music and people were just giving shout outs like hey Carl hey Jackie O happy birthday to Keelan that's why no one listens to radio thank god dude <laughs> Carl and Jackie O are still oh, thank course. god I would never yeah. heard that because if you know if I was in the car and you know mum was driving I'd grab the wheel and just take us off the interstate <laughs> into <laughs> the oncoming lane so I'd be like I don't want to listen to shout outs yeah. I'd rather anyway, take can, out my whole family continue about your, your, your app that's not a while oh, okay so yeah. So, uh, before I even, to get me to sign up, 12 emails, Instagram DMs, Facebook All of this to me as well? All this to both of us individually. And then I eventually signed up. I was like, oh my God, just so they stop emailing. They got me. I was like, just so they stop emailing me, I'll sign up and I'll be a creator in their app. All right. Fine. See, Luke's weak-willed. I can be an asshole forever. I did it. I ignored it for three months. Yeah. Three months. And I was just like, oh, I'm busy. I just, I, and also I'm like, I don't care. It's not something I want to do is you know, yeah. fleece my fan out of money to give me a, a shout out. I was like, it's not something I'm particularly interested in. I don't like doing them. Uh, <laughs> by the way, book me on Cameo and I'll hate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna be doing I, this later. I signed up, right? So then straight away, 10 seconds, man, after I signed up. Not yep. joking. Maybe 30. Maybe I'm exaggerating a bit. 30 seconds. I get a text. Hey, welcome aboard. Or from and, the one woman. And not an automated text. Like, hey, it's... Oh, I said a name. Oh, you said a name. Can you edit that out? Yeah, we'll we'll edit it like it's not live. Yeah. Uh, And it's just like, oh, man, it was. And you know what's crazy? No shit. Look at that. She literally messaged me now. Yeah. She's gone, oh, I just wanted to let you know we're getting requests for Father's Day. Not sure if you have dad fans, but great work to share your page. Oh, you definitely have yeah, and, I'm and then when I got booked... 100% not opening that. Watch me clear that. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> when I... And, and when how, about, I, how about ask her, we'll do it for you. Oh, we'll no take way. A cut. We'll take no. a cut. And we'll dress up as Lewis. We'll impersonate Lewis. She invited me to some... She invited us to a dinner. Cameo. She's like, oh, we're no having shit. a cameo influencer dinner. Dude, she is like, selling hard. Well I was like, done. I've made you... Th- $30, right? <laughs> I've one person's booked me and only because we joked about she it. Could we make. talked about it on the show. I don't talk, Luke I've never up. promoted it, right? We've yeah. only talked about it on the show because we've talked about this, about so how much. Just to annoy him, he set his up to, to because he was so sick of it. Annoying. So I, I, I found out about it and secretly set mine up, made it Smart a dollar move. more expensive. And I got more, I got booked more. <laughs> Called it a premium service. Oh, you want to be booked more? I thought you were yeah. going to get people to book with him. And but you only, should put a shout out for him. Dude, the only person who booked me was to spite Lewis. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you, you. No, but, I only got three. Like Luke got one. Yeah. I got three. So. But you also know he hates it. So yeah. you should put out a shout out on your Instagram for them to go, yeah. go book him with him. That, I, by the way, I have nothing against and good on this app. Like make your money, mm. whatever hustle. I get the hustle. I, I respect that. It's a smart hustle. idea. I think that. Like, I think it's a cool app. Like because even just for the fact that you can get like fucking Charlie Sheen. To, you know, with his coked out <laughs> puffy face to wish you happy birthday. Some birds. That's awesome. Or like, I was thinking of getting like paying Soldier Boy to do one for my podcast. Like stuff like joke. that is funny. Yeah. Like that would be cool. Get Soldier Boy to tell us to crank that three times. You that'd be sick. Like yeah. I'd pay two hundred bucks for there's, that. <laughs> there's something like this in I remember like working in the crypto world. There's a thing called Earn, and it's yeah. like you can respond to an email or a question. Uh, and they can nominate how much they pay you, but it's like earning crypto and some shit like that. But yeah. it's a cool idea. I think it's sort of, you know, for people who are personalities, this is not a task you want to be doing regularly because there's no, well, like no, you're already yeah. engaging your audience. Yeah. There's no real monetary benefit. I think that's why I actually don't like doing it that much. It's not because I don't want to send people videos and I, and it's, I spend so much time actually replying to people and yeah. Instagram DMs yeah. stuff for free, replying to emails from the our podcast, my podcast. I spend so much of my life engaging with my community. I just, the last thing I want to do is like hold up my phone and- Yeah, I think the way you got to look at it is it's sort of like a VIP experience. You know, like you might have, yeah. you do a show, there's some people who get like a VIP oh, experience, yeah. some people who line up and get signed stuff, but well, I if, you do, it, if you do I, a bit of both, I'd rather just you're sort of blending uh, it. people meet me after the show. If they want to like get a one-on-one, I'd just come to a show and then yeah. I'm, that's when I'm more than happy to like that's what, yeah, that's what That's the best thing is like you do, when you do the show, because like talking whatever on online, that's whatever, reading shit, it, oh, this is so funny, I died. I don't know <laughs> if that's true. I don't know if you're real whatever <laughs> but when you when you do a show for like even if it's 10 fans hundreds of fans whatever it's the best feeling to see their faces see them enjoy it and then afterwards talk about what was your favorite part i like this i like that and actually engage with the people who like obviously really like you because they mm. you know they they spent hours getting to the show they booked the tickets a month ago and this and that that's that's really the best part yeah and you also incentivize incentivize that behavior as well yeah for sure like you want people to come see you oh, absolutely like our both this is true for luke as well like our stand-up is by far better than anything that we do online because that's what we put the most effort into like we're stand-up comedians first and then the online stuff for free is great and we put a lot of effort into it but really if we're being honest it's the stuff that wasn't good enough for the stage because <laughs> if it was the good good stuff we like put in it my to notes, our priority. like when we're like, oh, what do we have to talk about today? I'll go through them. I'll just be like, not too good. Like, I'm not going to talk about that on the podcast. That that could be a bit, and I won't even bring it up because I'm like, it just even if it could be a bit, I won't mention it on any yeah. other. Yeah, and you platform. guys do a lot of shows midweek. Yeah. I've noticed, like at least yeah. two a week. Right? I think this week I've done four. Last week I did five. five. I do. I think yeah. I do probably a little bit more, but I yeah. I think Lewis is also busier in other areas yeah well that, that was one of the things that was missed from when the f- the other recording was where's that what happened to that <laughs> <laughs> only for your patrons <laughs> I, I um, think it's just a thing where like it's all it's what actually makes me happy yeah like i could do a podcast all day and be like yeah i had a productive day but if i go out and do five minutes a gig i can come home and be like i've had a really productive but, day but, but this is also the thing that defines your friendship as well that you know th- yeah. the fact that you met at this shisha bar doesn't matter yeah. that he forgot your name 
The fact that you guys <laughs> bonded over yeah. that you weren't both there to leech off other people and just we get were there good to at the get craft, good at stand up. Just get good. Yeah. Is what really um And that's what we're still here for. Like yeah. we're still just I mean, trying it's to so, get better. It's so obvious. Um it, it is very, very obvious to see that amongst you guys. Like there, there's certain comedians that you see and there's some that like I can tell you guys I, I think of all the people I've met, it, it's obvious how hard working you you both are. Well you have and to you're in a very unique scenario where you've got the two of you together to lean on. It is, and that, that I've, I've noticed actually Neil and Friendly Geordie's just started their own podcast. Yeah, I yeah, think so. our c- collaboration um, on on like air, you know, our podcast is great publicly, but I think off air and what our friendship behind the scenes, I don't think either of us would be in the same position we would be in without each other. Yeah, mm. um, you know, like there's been times where you know one of us has been like struggling with a thing or just like oh, I don't know how to get this done and. You know, Lewis has offered me a lot of advice. You know, I've done the same for him, and I think it's, yeah. uh, I think it's almost like having a business partner in a way. It's mm. it's easier to do work with someone than by yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. and and Lewis yeah. really paved the way for a lot of online creators because you were one of the first. Yeah, in terms of doing um, online and stand. I remember yeah. you hit a podcast before. I didn't even know what a podcast was. Yeah, that was with. Um, I was like, oh, Elliot Hamish and Andy and, have one of those. Uh, who was Elliot the, and Carla and Carla follow nothing in. We it. did that only ran for like 15 episodes or whatever, but then I had a solo one and that was like... I'm I'd say sure that's still out there. So that's still happening. I thought I Sundays. was late to the podcast game. I started mine like early 2017. I was like, man, I, yeah, I can't Luke come was worried about late. being late and I was like, dude, it's I just am beginning. the only person in Australia that at the time doing a solo podcast, I couldn't think of and another I think person. When I started, I just went straight into like the top 50 on iTunes because there were no podcasts. Like, yep. It's it was crazy. I'm telling you, it is still open slather. Like, oh yeah, I am, I especially am, in Australia. I am an absolute nobody, and I have two thousand people that listen. Yeah, actively every yeah. week. If you had told me that two years ago, I would have fucking pissed myself laughing. Yeah, it's, but, it's just there, there's and all the other podcasts, by the way, that aren't Australian that are in the top sort of charts. Yeah. They're just the dregs of people listening to your Joe Rogans and your Gary V's and all just that. The dregs. No, but do, do you know what I mean? Like they're the peasants. They're, they're, they don't know anything about crypto. Not the dre. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. they're they're doing it because they watch them on mm-hmm. YouTube or whatever. Well, when they find local talent, well, that's I think that's, that yeah. is very. That's the thing. Like there's like with especially when I started, like there was no Australians and even. And Luke says that I paved the way, but before me it was Alex Williamson. And if you really oh, no, want to talk I, about, I think in, just so you paved the way in the in the world of, uh, you know, like obviously not sketches online, there were other people doing that and touring shows, but like in really like making it like a business and being like yeah. getting a community of fans, uh, doing podcasts, different types of content, and consistently you were doing, too. Consistently, yeah. there are other people thing. who are like you know, uh, you know, doing bogan sketches and like stuff like that, and then selling a lot of tickets from that. But you will. I think like it's it's changed. If you just did sketches now on Facebook, no one will give a shit about you. Yeah. I think you're the one of the first people who like you became like a guy that was like, oh, I just want to follow him. Like I, I want to follow his life, not just his videos. Mm. Like I always like a saw, personality. Yeah. I always saw that, and I always talked about that. It's like people liking. This is true for any Frenchy creative. Frenchie did it really well, actually. People at the liking start. your mm. videos and people liking you are two completely different things. Like there are people that I know that are like easily more than ten times bigger than me numbers wise online, but they've done shows and they can't fill their rooms because they people like their videos. They don't like the person. 
because they don't know who the person is because their personality isn't in their videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's where that consistency comes in because you see different... And dif- consistency in different mediums is where you get different elements of that person's personality. Uh, every year, sure. I'm yeah. shocked at actually how many tickets I sell. <laughs> that, like, like for, I, I, for I, how I, big I, I am online. I couldn't imagine what it's like. B- because, like, like to, to have... Even if I was to sell a show with 50 people, I'd be like, what the fuck? No, but it, it's crazy because, like, I don't have even have 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Mm. I've got 76,000. Really? And I sold well over 3,000 tickets this year. Yeah. And the ratio of, and, you know, not all those people are from Australia. So I probably have. Maybe Out of those f- less than 100,000 people, maybe only 40,000 yeah. people could actually see 40, Luke. 40,000 people, maybe in the vicinity of a city that I'm going to, right? Yeah. So, and then 3,000 people are coming. That's almost 10%. 10% mm. of like, the people a, that could see. Are coming. I think I think that's a, a very high like yeah uh, definitely turnover like you know bums yeah. on seats. So how many people are watching your videos? A very good conversion rate. A very good conversion rate. That's better than bums on seats. Yeah, I don't rate that. Very very. <laughs> you you both have that, and I think um, you know, there's something really. Uh, well, I think the reason that we have that is because the is the podcast, and also because of how clearly seriously we take our stand up. Because yeah. the stand up, like I have such a I've been I've this I'm doing my sixth tour now. So and I've got such a high return audience, and so does Luke now, because we just put effort into every year. You see us, you see a brand new hour you've never seen before, and we're a lot better than last year. Mm. And last year was good. Yeah, most know. people come back, which is why the shows keep getting. Well, bigger. Well, I think there's a few things to this, and this is a point that I want to touch on that we had in that in that prior episode that I've now taken to apply my and own. Where space. did you take that episode? Where uh, did that it's go? Just for your patrons, right? Oh, interesting. <laughs> So there, there's the th- there's the consistency thing, right? Yes. There's also when you had uh, when I sat down with you, that really drove me to get video. Yeah. Because that was the last I remember episode. I told you. I, said, I, I remember. What are you I went. Doing? Out, I went out the next day and I bought these. Oh really? Cameras. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm so, glad that I did. So that. there's the focus on improvement, yeah. always improving in that element. But I think the big thing as well is particular to audience. So when you got, we were talking about the US, if you yeah. remember, and you can yeah. give us the Lou review on that in a second. Because oh, um, I just got back from there. You, you, yeah. yeah, you were just about to go. But uh, <laughs> the review, your life is a meme. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I think it was <laughs> sucks. it was the thing um, about go, like stay like you start local, and then you start going, you start increasing. Like you, yeah. you know, you have a focus yeah. on a suburb, then yeah. suburbs, then the city, then the state. Then That's literally how the internet works. The internet yeah. works geographically. Social media, at least, works yeah. geographically with reach. And I think after that interview, that's when we've really started to go to another level. We've still got a few things to do, but yes. there, there's, you know, like that's when I really started to notice different types of guests that were, like I cut off. I've been, what I realized is I've been pitching people who are out of state and wasting hours on people who are out of state and half the time, you know, I, I things going to line up with them coming here. They're doing yeah. a tour, whatever it may be. And so I just started focusing on Melbourne only and just being yeah. the best in Melbourne possible. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's how I started. I started doing my biggest videos were stuff were literally about the Melbourne nightclub scene, yeah, which is like people from Melbourne aged 18 to 22 and then a couple of 17-year-olds that want to go clubbing. Mm. That is a tiny audience, but I built it from there. And then from those people, I expanded and I got their friends and this and that. And and now still to this day, eight, I started in 2012. So what is it? Seven, eight years since I started. 
fucking it's still my biggest market is Melbourne and it's because I I made for like si- only yeah. 6 months making fun of Melbourne clubs yeah. nightclubs it's the same with me with my VCAL video that yep. VCAL stands for Victorian Certificate of Applied Learning <laughs> I was surprised anyone I went into state people were like love your VCAL video I'm like do you even know what that is yeah like, it's a good point, though. I, yeah. I just likened it to TAFE in the video, and I think they just got it. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you might have noticed. in Melbourne, that went nuts. And it's because people here were like, oh, that's so local. I, I get that. And yeah. it just went viral in Melbourne. Yeah. And and so, like, we had that interview. Which I interviewed better than people- viral in Bangladesh. We're never doing a show there. <laughs> <laughs> interviewed Jerry. Jerry yep. Sackis, who you, you've listened to, yep. Marty, like all these people who are known in just in as entrepreneurs in the Bayside area. Yep. That yeah. was where I wanted. And that is where it's really, like... Um, the engagement has really started to kick off, mm. um, I think, in particular. But that was really informative for me, and I think a lot of people could learn a lot from that is is start local and, and gradually go up. And so for you guys now, it's thinking about things like the US. And that's what we spoke about, the fact that you yeah. can go over there and seven shows, you could do seven shows in all of Australia, but you could also do seven shows just on, I mean, you uh, could do just se- in California. You could. Yep. That's what I was about to say. You could do seven shows in, in New York. Yeah. Like there's Bigger different than the areas. Ones that you can do a show in Brooklyn, yeah. Jersey, uh, Manhattan, that, Queens, that and and that's like doing a show in. You know, people. Do, I would talk to people when I was over there last year, and uh, people don't go. Like I was like, oh, would you go to a show in Brooklyn? Like if you live in Manhattan, they're like, why would I go out there? Yeah, because everything's just there. They just go to that. Yeah. yeah, I was there in New York for a week, and I I was it's like, like 30 oh, minutes I totally on the get it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't There's go just anywhere so many else. People, yeah. It's because half an hour. I drive like fifty minutes to get to the city every day, and I consider <laughs> it nothing. But yeah, New York's so, just that compact. So what was you, I know you're in. Uh, you were there with Andrew Schultz for a bit. Yeah. How, how did you see America now that you've been over? Um, so originally I went to New York and LA because I've always wanted to go to America and I think that's where my career is going because of a stand-up was. But I went for the first time to kind of decide, oh, what if I hate it? I don't know that. Uh, if I hey, if I worked for 10 years or five years to get somewhere and then found out that I hated it, that'd be a waste of five years. So I went there to try and experience it. And what I got out of it was I fucking, that's definitely the goal. That's definitely the place. Like, mm. It I just could, reaffirmed that belief. Oh, 100%. And it's and it also made me decide that it needs to be New York, not LA. LA is a shithole. Yeah, LA was a, not it is good. a terrible place. And, and also New York, I was there for a week and I did three comedy clubs, and one of them was on like a weeknight at a really good time, packed crowd, and that was with a week of networking, like I like to the point where now if I was there, I reckon if I lived there. Two months, I reckon I could be doing all of the clubs regularly because I'm good enough and I could see how to get that, do that. Yeah. Then I went to LA and I went to the comedy store, I went to the comic strip and I saw the most famous people I've ever seen in my fucking comic life. The Sorry, Laugh Factory. Laugh yeah. Factory. Most famous people I've ever seen in my life. I met Joe Rogan, yeah. this and that. And I, and I was like, just, just sniffing around asking about gigs and that. I have no idea how you would even start comedy. Uh, I guess you would, You've uh, got to be like famous. Have, have I told you the story yeah. when I went to the open mic at the Improv in, in Hollywood? Oh, it, yeah. So I went there on Thanksgiving Eve, right? So In, in, in Hollywood. In Hollywood, okay. right? And I went to an, an open mic and it's sign up, right? Put put your yeah, name in a hat and they pull out 15 people. Guess how many comedians rocked up for that open mic spot? On a holiday. In LA. How on much? A, 
130. Whoa. And they were like, oh, we might get on tonight. It's Thanksgiving Eve. Not as many people have turned up. Jesus. And I was just like, everyone here wants to be famous. So, And that's what bothered me. Not everyone there wanted to be a comedian. There were models who's, yeah. who their acting coach had been like, just go do anything. It's just there's so anything. many people in yeah. LA yeah. just to get Wanting famous. to be famous. They're like, people will just do anything. So I guess open mics is uh-huh. the bottom. Yeah. So they're, whoever their acting coach yeah. is, there were a whole, literally I saw a carload of people get out and all yeah. put their name in. Wow. That would never happen in Melbourne. No. Usually go by yourself. You're like, your friends judge you because like, why the fuck would you do an open mic? Like, yeah. But in LA, it's what you do. And so New York is just pure comedy. New York is just stand-up. And I, I talked to, I talked yeah. to like, uh, she was like a behind the scenes producer later. She'd done lots of stuff for HBO. She was like a, I had I met her through Schultz, but she was like a very important person in the comedy business. And I said, what do you think? Should LA or New York? I hadn't been to LA. And she said, I think that LA has way more opportunity for TV and stuff. But if you want to be a stand-up comedian, stay in New York because every person like me, if they see a comedian in New York who's good and has the money to move somewhere else, yeah. if you're, if they, we see you in New York, we go, oh, that guy wants to be a comedian. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a movie star or an Instagram or this or that. And he's funny. If I'm a comedian, if I make my money out of managing stand-up comedians and I see a comic in New York, I know he's there to be a comedian. He's not going to do comedy for six months and then get a movie deal and fuck me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's also the fact that you're a big fish in a little sea in comparison. For sure. Because I was talking to another comedian about this, about he also went to LA and he was was frustrated that, because he's kind of big here and and he's really good. And he was kind of talking of like, oh... I don't know why I can't get gigs. Like I'm, I'm really, really good. And and the the comedy booker was like, "Yeah, you're amazing, but honestly, look at tonight's lineup. Who would you replace?" And it's like <laughs> Joe Rogan, movie star, Kevin yeah, it's like Hart. the all star team. Yeah, and it's like you're you're as good as all these people, but are you you know fucking? Do, like, how many have you ever been to the comedy done? store? Like never Tuesday been, night. I've never been to America. This was that actual lineup I saw on a Tuesday night, and it wasn't yeah. even uh, like it was just a normal bill. It was like Joe Rogan, Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen, uh, Eliza Scherzinger, Whitney Cummins, all in the one night. I saw David Spade, yeah. um, Andrew David, Santino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like, and eight, eight, eight in a row. And it, you get to that point where you're like, yeah, it's a good point. Who are you going to replace? Yeah. yeah. And yes, you can get a, uh, you know, I did stay around when it's, when, as soon as it passes midnight yeah. and most yeah. people leave, I stayed around to see what the comedians would be like. There's 30 people left in the audience. They're not getting paid. And I will admit, I could probably replace a few of those people, <laughs> yeah. but you're not getting paid. You're performing at 1am to 30 people. I yeah. would still do that to get the stage time, but that is the opportunity there. So when we caught up last time, we spoke about the fact that you both want to do that, right? You want to, yeah. you want to go over there. There's the issue with green cards or sort of yeah. working over there. You've basically got to be famous or you've got to get someone to spot you. Yeah. How are you thinking about this? Well, I've started. I've actually started talking to an immigration lawyer and we went through all of the, the, the criteria of an O1 or extraordinary talent visa or whatever it's called. And they reckon that I'm eligible for it. But they're also the lawyer that I would have to pay eight grand. So I don't know if they're a biased voice that just want my money. So the the only thing, basically the lawyer was saying the only thing that I would need to get a green card is just a management company to be like, yep, he'll work for us. Yeah, well, we've, I've spoken with our management. We're on the same management with Verve. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, what is what is Josh and that said about? Uh, they're, uh, it's been talked about and they're just like, yeah, I mean, it's a thing that 
I, th- I don't know what they've done with Isaac. I think Isaac's doing shows. He's on his website, it says TBA, America. So I'm not sure. He must be doing shows there. So maybe he's got one. Don't know how that... He must be the trying test. To organize it I think the they may be trying to organize it. I reckon it. he must be the yeah. test. Well, he's the one out of on Verve who's the most ready to go over there because he's got the biggest following. Um, I think... Uh, you know, they went over there with Lewis and they've set up a lot of meetings with a few big labels. So pretty much you need a management here and a management there who's yeah. willing to take you on because you technically need to prove that you're going over there to work. To make and money. Okay, essentially okay, this, what it yeah. is is this they, makes more they sense have to do now. a logbook of what you're doing there every day. So you need to be big enough to make it worth their time logging everything you do. Yeah. So that that's money for them. They don't want to do that. So you need to be making a company money essentially over there yeah. mm. for them to get it for you. Yeah. So you need to be in a position where you can at least be booked at colleges and be making good money every night. It is night. a weird thing. I, I kind of understood more about it talking to the immigration lawyer. It's this weird thing of like, so uh, you can't get a green card without uh, a business actually offering you work and then i was like but how can i get an offer of work if i don't have a green card and the lawyer said i know that's a fuck around but that's just how it is because it's like basically the 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 company has to hire you instead of an american on the off chance that you get approved for a green card. Yeah. So that's the thing you need well, to make. You, well, it's you the stars get, have to align. Yes. Well, I know just from experience... But it's the, underway. The company <laughs> I used to work for, they have an office in LA. They'll sponsor you. So they, you, yeah. we don't have any... Unless you've got like a criminal record, no one's ever had an issue getting a green card. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, But that's why I think we're may I, at least I am, uh, mainly looking towards the UK next. I would be looking towards America. I have a bigger following there, but it's so difficult to work there. It's just a pain in the ass. Mm. So I think I'm going to... Well, at least we've both been talking about maybe going to the UK, hopefully in the next year or so, and... I think doing the, something, moment, even if it's just Edinburgh or like yeah. trying something over there where we can, because uh, it's so scary booking a room on the other side of the world. <laughs> I've never been there before and going, will anyone show up? Yeah. That's crazy. So hopefully it's just a risk, you know? But I think for, for me, I'm just going to be going to America once or twice a year from that, now. That's what I was thinking. Like, do you just go Keep over there, do, do meetups, something like uh, that? Nah, no, I don't want to do meetups because like it's more they just suck. networking. I yeah, you don't want to do a meetup because hey, fans, come hang out with me in the street and not talk to me because there's fifty other people there. Okay. Fuck that. Come yeah. to a show and I'll do something for you. Okay, and then you can meet me after. So it's just basically when you're over there for the amount of time you got, it's just completely unproductive. That's what YouTubers do that don't have any other skills. They're like, <laughs> meet me in a park and I'll take a photo with you because that's all I got. <laughs> And that's fine, but that's just not what either of us want to be, I think. Yeah. No, I think you're quite serious. You're both quite serious about comedy, and I think it shows. What does what the future hold then? What are you most excited about for this year? Well, I got my tour, No Slide Season, coming mm-hmm. up. That starts in two weeks. That'll be the biggest tour I've ever done. So, I'm super excited about that. Tickets are going crazy this year, which is fucking awesome. Except for Gimpy. I'm going to Gimpy. I've sold 10 tickets to Gimpy. <laughs> like it's like Gimpy. I, to the point where it's like, it, that's that's the one that starts first. That's in two weeks. I always forget where Gimpy it. is. And then I look it up and I was like, I oh, looked yeah, it I'm up gonna... after Lewis got booked there and I was like, well, I'm not going there. Why, why yeah. did you book there? Oh, management thought it was a good idea. Uh, it wasn't. Bit of an error. <laughs> I think. Because um, I look at my ticket sales, I'm like, man, I am killing it. And then I get to Gimpy and I go, why am I going there? Yeah, you're like, is that a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was a mistake. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it's going well. I'm looking forward to the tour. I have a I have a bit of a, I got a little TV pilot in the works that I filmed in LA that's big and top secret. That's coming out soon. Okay. That'll be cool. Nice. Yeah. 
What about you? I have a comedy special coming out in oh, September. Yeah. That's right. First ever one. Filmed, shot it in May in Brisbane. Okay. Uh, it was the biggest show I've ever done. That was cool. Yeah. And I was like, you know, best material of the last three years that's not online already. I'm looking forward to seeing that because I didn't get to see your show. Oh, well, yeah, during Comedy Fest. It was a lot of this year's show, maybe 50% yeah. of this year's show and it's then 50% good. older stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And are you going to have your, you're going to film yours, Yeah. Yeah, so what I'm doing this year is I because I met up with Andrew Schultz and I, I worked out how he does all of his... Because we basically, we've been trading knowledge for months and then I met him in person and we did, did all this stuff. I, help, I helped him um, get shows in Australia and this and that. We've just been helping each other out. And he, he showed me and I talked to his video guy of how he's been filming all of his stand-up stuff and we've got oh, all I the gear. I fucking love that. Yeah, so, so this tour <laughs> is I'm going to be filming every single show and I'm not I'm not releasing the show for free. You guys got to see it in person. But uh, the the aim is hopefully after the 40 shows that end up being done in the next six months, I should have like one clip of stand up to drop for a whole year. Whether it's crowd work or maybe bits that are that are like about like too current to save. If it's about current news, you know what I mean. I just chuck it out because it won't go in a special, obviously. Mm. So, but yeah, the the goal is. We did a little test run and it looks amazing and it sounds really good. So hopefully, like, I'll start putting out stand-up clips because no one's in Australia is doing that regularly. Do you know when he's when Andrew Schultz is coming out? That's on his website, loosebeers.com. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say though, he he. I at think the he's moment, coming in October. He's probably leading when it comes to having clips of stand-up clips on his I'm, profile. Yeah, he's I regret really not good. doing it. This year, I just wasn't in the financial position to do it because you it's have expensive. to pay someone to come it's with cr- you. So you've got to pay for a camera. You got to plug that thing into the mic. Oh yeah, I mean the, the, the camera we got like over so, four grand. I do so much Whoa. crowd work at my. And you shows. bought it? Yeah, we we own it because because you have well, to. Hang on, the camera that you use for podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Because it makes sense because you you need a camera that you can put all the way at the back that has such a good zoom and then also needs to film in four K so it catches the whole stage but then you can. Um, then you can do digital zooms that aren't all blurry and fucked because otherwise you have to have three people to get different camera angles and shit. Yeah. And that's way more expensive than just getting a good camera. I'll have to ask you about the model off air because we're yeah, looking at what, it is. what yeah. is it? Uh, uh, the NXR2000 Ah, okay I thought you were about to say the uh, the Sony A7 I'm disappointed that you guys did that off air After just agreeing to do it off anyway. <laughs> Sorry Oh dear Yeah, oh dear. okay um, um, but yeah, I tell you what I, I've, actually... I've never, 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 never lost the footage of a podcast oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me fucking sad uh, you, you should see like what we did to try and recover that We went I to know. this company that like recovers Codex And yeah. like I was there for an hour and a half with this Scottish guy And I couldn't understand a fucking word he said I just spent 200 93 dollars on a video to recover 18 minutes of footage it was are they in the city no i just did it online yeah yeah so we, we spent a month i got scammed as yeah. well uh yeah. stellar video repair does that <laughs> ring a bell yeah I, I i did a lot of research that one came up i didn't do it that they, I, they recovered it but what happened was it would jump every five seconds yeah on your, on your corrupted. video after they're always corrupted middle of the thing. But so there's it a website fine at that the fixed it, but it cost me so much money. You have yeah. to pay per minute. It was ridiculous. Oh Jesus. We paid it like a hundred Aussie. It was like seventy five American. And then I got the bank to reverse the charge because like Good. this is a fucking scam. Yeah. And then we went to that company and the guy was just like, Man, you can't recover it because it didn't wrapper the file or some shit like that. I was just like, Well, I won't be making that mistake again. 
We'll see. This one hasn't come out yet. Yeah, just don't <laughs> fucking touch. Do not touch these. <laughs> hey, you did it. <laughs> All right, we need to ask you some rapid fire questions to finish us off. Yep. Um, we had an interesting one. Uh, if you were an, em- an emoji, what would you be? An emoji? Yeah. I would quit life. <laughs> <laughs> if no, I was like, an emoji. If you, if you could describe you as an emoji, what would it be? The big cash bag. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, the flying money, dude. Flying yeah, money. Yeah, I'm flying cash. That's right. how I describe my career. If I was to uh, describe me, I would say uh, the P face because I'm a cheeky bugger. Okay. Five. <laughs> no, my one's my one is absolutely the the finger. The finger. The middle finger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that one. Yeah, I was either for you. I was thinking the finger or like the the microphone thing because you've got a powerful loud voice. Do I? Yeah, oh, particularly cool. when you have that laugh and you get the. Quite, an, quite an alpha laugh. <laughs> ah, here we go. Um, five favorite non-musical sounds. What? Who has five? Wet fart, sneeze. A fart followed by a sneeze. The yeah. funniest noise on earth. Um, <laughs> That's the kind of shit we worked out on radio. We we were, we we did a whole segment of like what oh, is no. what, and then a fart sniff. <laughs> yeah, that's the funniest combination of bodily functions yep. that we found out on radio. A fart followed Best by noise. a sneeze. Any other? Come I'll on, never like think laughter about of that. a crowd? Oh, yeah, okay, laughter of a crowd, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, laughter of a crowd followed by all of the guys going in the crowd going, please have sex with my girlfriend, fuck my <laughs> wife. That's good. That happens a lot. Um, <laughs> sound of a standing ovation, which we get all the time. All the time, yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, we'll, we'll boo, cap it And maybe just this, maybe just this ka-ching. Yeah. Because that kind of relates back to my whole career thing. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, all the right, sound look, of me depositing checks. So, How much were your pants, Luke? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks. Yeah, because I, you know, I'm, I'm a minimalist. <laughs> Luke likes money in the bank instead of jeans. That's his favorite ornament. Just cash in a bank. Um, all right, is there a movie or doco that you've watched recently that you'd like to recommend to the audience? Oh, yeah. I haven't watched it recently, but I watched... Um, it's called Meal Ticket. Uh, it was at the Melbourne International Film Festival. It's about... I love it. It is about... I watched it when when comedy had just started to look good for me. It's about this uh, Australian punk rock band from the 80s that almost made it, but they fucked it up with with drugs and not focusing on it and doing too many things and basically not focusing and they went to America but they didn't properly do the leap they almost made it and they're an incredible band screw top detonators and I watched that and and then it it followed them over 20 years the guy and what's happened to their life what's happened to them since and they're just regular guys obviously there's nothing wrong with not making it obviously but I I saw the the documentary and it made me go i can't fuck up my chance yeah. i have a chance and i have to take it seriously so it because gave it's that sort of fire in the belly type movie because you see so many documentaries of oh look at how Coldplay made it and it's like yeah that's cool i like that but like but seeing seeing someone seeing not make it almost cold play look at these guys that almost made it what was that Coldplay documentary oh let's just do the same thing over and over again and <laughs> be like coldplay. okay at it i like I like Coldplay. Yeah. That sounds like how you dress. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm killing it just like Coldplay. You could be in Coldplay. You look I, like a guy who's in Coldplay. I dress like how Coldplay's music sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Simple, you know, mainstream. It's so weird. Like, look and at most you. people hate it. 
<laughs> it's funny that like you don't like Coldplay. That's the only like no, normal I, bland I, I, thing that you, you don't. Know, my dad likes them, and I, and I, I, and love I like them. them. You know, they got like ten good songs. But if you were like, oh, name ten Coldplay songs, I'd be like, oh, name Clocks, and then the rest of them sound the same. So what about you, movie or docker that you've seen recently? I mean, I watch weird shit, man. I just watch like world toughest, like world's toughest prisons, and like I love that uh, shit. Yeah. I'm <laughs> obsessed with that. So like I watch stuff like that. That a shit lot. is pretty gnarly. Um, just about, like you know they go to a Cambodian prison and the dude has to survive <laughs> and he gets in a bunch of fights. It's great TV. Um, an actual serious one. I don't know. I I like um one thing I've always liked is uh that Conan doco where he gets fired from. I don't know. Yeah, we spoke about that. Yeah, he gets fired from uh, The Tonight Show and then he's banned from going on TV for six months. So he just goes F you and goes on this massive national tour and he sells out. And like my favorite scene is when they're in the office and they tweet the ticket link. And then like two minutes later, like, all right, Chicago sold out. And there's like 3,000 seat rooms. Yeah, it sold out in like 20 minutes. And it was just cool because he was sitting there in the room and all these shows are selling out. And he's like, all right, I've got to write a show. (laughs) And it's the process of writing under pressure that I love. Ooh. I've not seen. So, what, do you, do you remember the name of the doco? Uh, it's called like I can send it. I know. And I'm also, sure it's on it Netflix. also demonstrates like what you can really do when you you're honest with your audience and 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 you give them, a, like if you give them if you're good to your audience, they really stand up for you when you need it. Mm. You know. Yeah, that's I, what I've always liked about Conan. He's very much. I love his show, man. He's he's the best tonight show host because he's honest. Well, I'm going to yeah. be watching this one tonight. Any other questions? Uh, no, that's it, gents. Thanks for coming in. We got net. We got to an hour and a half. Where can people uh, find you online? Uh, Lewis Spears. Uh, check out my tour. No slide season starts in two weeks. I'm going everywhere, especially if you're from Gympie. Yeah, Please definitely come. from Gympie. Everywhere else, Melbourne's almost Gimpy. sold out. I think all, all all the cities are almost sold out except for Gympie. So come yeah, to them. We, we were looking at tickets last night. I've actually still got it on my um fucking computer. I need to book tickets. You should because uh, Melbourne is actually it almost is. gone. And honestly, by the time we release this, it'll be gone. So tough luck. Uh, <laughs> Don't say that. Have a check just in case. Lucasfears.com slash gigs. Uh, it's there called, will be it's called Can't Stop is the, do- the Conan O'Brien documentary. Can't Stop. Yep. Um, and... Where can I find me? Just YouTube, yep. Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. Actually, don't, I don't care about Facebook anymore. Instagram, YouTube. <laughs> Facebook's dead in the water, That's let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I think you're right on that. Oh, And check out the Luke and Lewis yeah. show. We're, we're really excited Actually, about Actually, all it. my uh, stand-up goes, always goes viral on Facebook. I had one go, uh, go viral again recently. It's got 600k views in the last week, and I have no idea why. <laughs> Facebook's strange, and uh, it's a weird place. Yeah. And other things will just get 30 likes, and it's like, I don't know how their algorithm works. Yeah. The algorithm makes no sense. And I think there's just way more attention on Instagram and YouTube. YouTube yeah. is like an Instagram of the most consistent places to follow me. Yeah. Gentlemen, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. And Lewis, thanks, well done for not paying. Yeah. I didn't pay. You're welcome, mate. And hey, I yeah. may also get a parking fine as well. Oh, oh really? that's good. Yeah. Great. Um, well, thanks, hey, guys. mate. Uh, try not to lose this one. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much we for having won't. us, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making it to the end. Before you run off, subscribe if you enjoyed this episode or do leave us a rating. For Instagram, go follow us on at uncommon underscore podcast. For YouTube, search uncommon podcast and don't forget to subscribe if you're watching this video. Also, give us a like or leave a comment on what you thought about the episode. But until next time, thanks so much for listening.